welcome to your weekly dose of horror news and fun. This is episode 27 of Terrorvision Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Dan McGuinness, and joining me as always is my co-host, Jennifer, the Dream Warrior, Strand, which is her last name. Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster memberships or focus video memberships or my video movie lands yeah um or my just my one that was just at my local shops when i was growing up (laughs) who knows what it was mclaren vale video shop oh flagstaff hill i grew up mclaren vale man oh sorry (laughs) um you can catch us weekly on all major podcasting services and on the youtube now we want to know how our weeks have been how's your week been jen (laughs) the youtube I love it. You're such a dad. Uh, my week's been busy. I'm so tired. Um, what have I done this week? So just a very busy work week. I watched the new Craft movie. Oh, I thought about watching the new Craft film, um, but then I didn't. Yeah. What did you- I Look, I didn't hate it. I feel that as a 35-year-old who really loved the original because it came out at the right time for me. Yeah, um, you were the target audience. I was the target audience. But also, I don't understand a lot of the kids today. So I don't understand their lingos and the just the, Is there, the whole mentality. Has it got like social media in it and stuff? It's No, it doesn't quite have social media, but it's a lot of... Um, it's very millennial. I saw the trailer... And does it have, when they do magic, is there like sparkles and glitter? There's a little bit of sparkles and glitter. What? I don't know. I Look, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I would not watch it again. And anyone who I know, like I had a few different people saw that I watched it and asked like, was it okay? And I'm like, don't watch it. Oh, really? I mean, look, watch it. But if you are a huge fan of the craft, like it, it's kind of like this whole Ghostbusters thing. Like, oh, it ruined my childhood. I'm not going to say that. It didn't ruin my childhood. You know, it was a sequel. It, David Duchovny was in it. You know, did he, what did he play? Like a teacher or something? Or he plays like the dad so of one of the kids. Yeah, so the stepdad. So sh- this girl moves to a new town, and he's like her new dad. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he doesn't have much to do with anything. He does. No shit, dicks. Is he uh, a warlock? <laughs> <laughs> um. So I watched if, if that. The, do they get all the the witch paraphernalia from him? Is that how they learn about it all? No, no, it's or very. Or find it? It's so these three girls who are in this town, they're a little coven of their own. But you can't have three people in a coven. You need four. Is that true? I'm not 100 percent sure. Probably because you need like you know north, south, east, west. Because they had that in the first one, yeah. didn't they? You need she can be the fourth. All the elements. So they're they're out looking for. They're the gagging f- for a member. Yeah, they are. They're like you know they're. The 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 uh the groups at unis and you know they need more than three members to keep themselves alive. Yes. As a as a what are they called? They didn't in Japan. What are they called? Uh, Cults. No. <laughs> what are they called those like groups that they have at school? Clubs. Yeah. Yeah. So think um, of that word. <laughs> yeah. This this girl moves to this town and you know something's happening in the school and they kind of like oh this girl could be like she's she's the one. So they bring her into the friendship group and then you know they're doing magic. It, All right, that's enough. Yeah. That just sounds it's, like the first one. It's basically film. like the first one, but for a new generation. Yeah, right. So 12-year-old girls are going to love this film. Nice. What um, else? What else has been happening? Other than that, look, I've I've started watching Truth Seekers, the new Simon Pegg, Nick Frost show on Amazon. It's really good so far. Is it comedy? It is a very subtle comedy. Subtle? Subtle, yes. Um, so that's been happening. I've picked up a comic from your shop this week. Did you get uh, found, found footage? footage. Oh, you got, you found I haven't had a chance to read it. It's, it's little. 
I would be disappointed in the fact that like it's it's playing off the fact of a VHS mm. and it's got it looks like a VHS when you slip it out the slipcase, except it's too small. Yeah. It's Why didn't you just small. make it the size of a VHS? Yeah, that would have been. It better. seems like that's the normal thing to do in a situation. <laughs> it's true. I feel that it, you know maybe costs a little bit more to print it a little bit bigger. Yeah, well, we're talking about a comic that is called uh, what was it called? Found, found footage. footage, which is this, you know a horror comic based on found footage. Yeah. Story, but they and they made the comic book. The outside looked like a VHS, except they made it really small. Like it's the size of a what is it, the size of, of like a PSP? Yeah, probably. like it's just too small. Yeah, so uh, I haven't had a chance to read that, but hopefully this weekend. Other than that, I've been interacting with some of our followers. Um, so Beth, uh, coolest chick from the grave, has been interacting with us a little bit on Instagram. And that's Ooh, shout out! Cool. Shout out! Excellent. Um, yeah. How about you, Dan? I see. I saw you on Hack the Dino, looking super adorable, watching some Mario Kart. Yesterday. Yeah, we got that Mario Kart live circuit. Which for people who don't know what this is, this thing is crazy. You get a, so you get a game, obviously, or it's a game that you download. You buy, you get a little Mario Kart, like a little remote control car, like a real car. Which and then you get some tracks, uh, some like what do they call it? They go over the track, like little gates that you put down in real life. Mm. And that augment and that reads. They said the cam- there's a camera on the little car, and that can look at these things that you put down, and that augments reality into the actual game. Mm. It's crazy. So you can do Mario Kart in real life, and it, it you have to actually see it to understand what I'm talking about. Anyway, yes. I thought it was hilarious, and because I I got in there and like, so if you go over to Hat the Dino and check out our latest episode, like, Definitely. and skip to that uh, the live play <laughs> section, we're doing that. Um, but yeah, apart from that, I was. I've been. I'm back to drawing again this week. So, because mm. uh, I'm an illustrator, for a children's book illustrator, and also when I draw, I watch stuff. So I get to watch a lot of stuff. So this week, yeah. I watched three things, which I'm not going to get into much. But I watched Vampires versus the Bronx, Bronx, mm-hmm. which I loved, which is basically like a modern day Monster Squad. It's like oh. this. Yeah, it's a bunch of kids that take on these vampires coming into the Bronx, and it's you know it's well written, super well written, like. Um, you know, dialogue and stuff like that. The vampires are vampires. They're basically just like Buffy vampires. Okay, great. They're they're coming into the Bronx because the Bronx is a low socioeconomic area and they f- figure they come in as they're all property investors. So they come in and start buying up all the properties. Ah. Not to change the Bronx, but because in the Bronx you can people can go missing and no one cares. So they they buy up all the low socioeconomic areas and feed off of the community. Mm. <laughs> and of course the kids find out and it's all like, you know, and it's just like they fully like watch Blade in it to get reference of what they're gonna do because you know sure and because like you, you know you got these like black kids in the community watching like basically the only black superhero kind of like yeah. at the time back then in the nineties they're watching Blade too and then they, they call themselves the Blades <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just wicked like yeah it's on my watch list I haven't had a chance to get to it yet but yeah. keen then I watched um because I watched uh, Happy Death Day to you too no to to you. To you. Yeah. Um, which, you have to admit now, is a science fiction film. It is yeah. nothing to do with horror anymore. Yeah. It's just comedy, science fiction, and I really enjoyed it. As soon, yeah. as, as, soon as I took the label off as it being a horror film, yeah. and I got weird, I, like my, my science project and weird science vibes from it, <laughs> I was just like, I love this. Yeah. I love it. And like people gave bagged it because it's not the first one, but this is taking it to the whole new level of ridiculousness. Yes, 100%. What, they're in a third one, aren't they? they? They are working on a third one, yes. So they'd have to, to make it go crazier, the only thing I can think they could do now is they're going to do time loop, parallel dimension, time travel. Yeah, that would be even better. <laughs> like, so... It will actually create the loop in a period piece. Yep. 
that, do you know what I mean? Like, yes. so like they'll be in that same day with the same shit happening, but in a different time period. I love it. Um, and if she, as long as she comes back, because she just makes the film. Yeah, yeah. Without her, her, her um, like her, how fed up she is. Scenes are the best of her face. <laughs> of how she looks so angry. Yep. And then I watched Hubie, Hubie, Hubie Halloween, Ugh. which, have you watched it? No. I, I really enjoyed I'm it. I'm dubious because it is an Adam Sandler film. But Adam Sandler, dude, Happy Gilmore, um, Billy Madison, great fun films. They're like 30 years old. Yeah, but this is very similar. This is like, so Hubie is basically the water boy. Yeah. Up and until I- halfway through the film, I thought it was the water boy character in modern day. I thought it was a continuation, okay, like sure. that much. Like, yeah. Because um, I couldn't remember what the like, um, what the Waterboy's name was, so Adam Sandler is doing that, you know, um, slightly disabled character and stuff. Mm. But the, what made me like this film is I read into a little bit more about Adam Sandler. Like, has he turned into you know a fucking dickhead? And apparently he is the nicest dude ever. Huh. He is like every person's ever talked about and said he is adorable. He is nice. There is nothing wrong. How you know how he's always like quite generally nice in his films. Like he always cares about grandmas and that. That's just him in yeah. real life. And I'm like, I can't argue. I can't argue with that. Like, yeah. and when I think about it, like there are a couple of stinker films and all the, the daddy daycare ones or whatever they were or whatever. Um, the ones with, like the dads are all together. Whatever those ones were. Yeah. He's still like. His films are nice. They're fun. And this one was great. This is everyone's in it. Bashimi's in it. Schneider's in it. You had me at Bashimi. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. And Bashimi plays a werewolf that lives next door to him. And he's just like always is like, I'm not a werewolf. And he's like, <laughs> you know, like, gonna, gonna, like, <laughs> he's just always trying to. And it's just, and it's just, uh, it's, 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 it's a conglomeration of all horror tropes in this yes. one film. And it's just, it's just a fun film. It's okay. not a horror. It's a comedy. Sure. And I really enjoyed it. And you got, I think it's Avery Jessup is the main girl in it. That, that yeah, it that so way? she was the girlfriend from Happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. So she just plays like a lady. Like There's nothing appealing about Hubie, but she is for some reason the town like babe. Mm-hmm. Who's, and she is just in love with him. And that's kind of the joke that she is plays that character within these movies for yes. some reason likes the main character who is unlikable. Yeah. Like, and, it, and they really play on that. It was great. Okay. Anyway. That's right. All I did was watch shit this week and watch the election oh, in the a beanbag, just glued the to the beanbag, watching the crazy election, <laughs> um, which has nothing to do with my country. All right. No. But, so let's move into horror news. Yes, each week me and Jen take you through the horror news that you need to know about. Welcome to horror news. I'm not a werewolf. I'm not a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's cool. What's been happening in the news, Jen? So, um, I before I start, like this is a very interesting. I, I like the take on journalism because uh, I was reading this article. Uh, so, uh, on bloody disgusting gold, Zach Efron fights off ravenous wild dogs and mysterious intruders in survival thriller. Is it called gold? It's called gold. Oh, I thought they were just saying how gold it is that Zach Efron has to do that. <laughs> That's gold, man. <laughs> Um, so this is a very short article on uh, Bloody Disgusting. So the, uh, they're basically talking about this new Adam Sandler film. The film will follow... Uh, Adam Sandler, sorry. <laughs> What's going on? Zac Efron. Uh, the film will follow two strangers travelling through a desert who stumble across the biggest gold nugget ever found. <gasps> the welcome stranger? They hatch a plan to protect protect and excavate their bounty with one man leaving to secure the necessary equipment. Um, we've then got a little blurb that says the other man remains behind and must ensure harsh des- endure 
harsh desert elements, ravenous wild dogs and mysterious intruders whilst battling the sinking suspicion that he has been abandoned to his own fate. So, this it's about intense. a man guarding a gold nugget Pretty much. in the desert. Yeah. And, well, well, hang on. Yeah. When he's dig it up, or is this gold nugget like as it's big like as It's like the biggest gold nugget ever found. Yeah, well, the big, isn't the Welcome the Stranger the biggest gold nugget? I have. It was that Australian one that the guy tripped over. Yeah, <laughs> probably. That's why it's the Welcome the Stranger. this is clearly bigger than that one then. Um, so, this is a very short article, but what I found interesting was I was reading a very similar article. Obviously, Zac Efron, you know, the world and the women, they love him. Um, he's a good looking guy. But he, this film is being shot. In South Australia. So well, this is welcome a film, stranger. <laughs> this is a film shot in South Australia. Um, Stan, so Stan is our Australian streaming service, very similar to Netflix. Um, they are working very hard to create a lot of more, a lot more Australian content and fund a lot more Australian, um, you know, movies and TV shows. So I find it very interesting that this article is like maybe three or four paragraphs, but then another article that I was reading on Film Inc. went into this full-blown detail about this. And the film sounds completely different on a different article. Oh, really? this is being played up as like this whole thing, but realistically this could end up being like... Do you reckon this might be um, one of those marketing ploy things where they're just like, you know... Drip feeding some wrong stuff, and then when it comes out, everyone's like, what? Well, it might not be necessarily wrong stuff, but it'll be like maybe that's five to ten minutes of the film. Oh, yeah, yeah. Kind and of thing, but that's what that. we're playing. And the gold comes to life and eats everyone. <laughs> I'd watch it's that. It's a gold monster. Yes. The- we all know that gold is haunted. Well, there's it's- enough cursed gold items out there, so clearly nuggets to be haunted. It's very true. And ghosts live in the ground, because that's where we bury people. <laughs> so clearly. Live in the ground. Don't you know that? <laughs> I didn't know that. I'm so sorry. It makes sense. It makes yeah, 100% it does. sense. Um, yeah, I have no idea about this film. South Australian Film Corporation, though. Shout out. Yeah. So, I like, that's that's to me, is very exciting. Like, you know, we're going to have Zac Ef- Efron hanging out in South Australia. We already know that he's in love with Australia. He loves us so much. He's probably going to move here and start having... That's pretty good, man. Like, when Efron you travel babies. around the world, you realise that, like... Still call Australia. <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a really, really good country to live yeah, in. Yeah, it's like, fantastic. Our quality of living, there is nothing to complain about. You get to those websites like Shit Adelaide and stuff, and I'm like, <laughs> we, we, all of us live here, and like me, myself, I'm a creative and I've got a great life. Mm. Like, you know how hard it is to be a creative anywhere else in the world? Like, yeah. as in, I don't work, I create and live off my creations. Yeah. Um, and that includes my comic shop. I created my own comic shop and stuff like that. It's hard to do that every, anywhere else. I couldn't have done that anywhere else. Pretty I couldn't much. even do it in Sydney. No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Adelaide's even better in Australia, in my opinion. Yeah, go Adelaide. Woo, South Africa Corp. Wicked. The Film Corp. Um, so, yeah, so uh, the shooting is due to go underway uh, this month, so there'll be more to report on in the coming weeks and months for this. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll get some first looks. Yeah, and we might be able to actually walk down there and get some first looks. We will. We'll have well, to like, wade through the sea of women who are hoping to get a glance at that blue-eyed beauty. Be- the whale? Yeah, because <laughs> the they love him so much. All right, what's next? Okay, this one's for you, Dan. I know. Uh, Jordan Peele producing a new take on Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs for Universal. Did we watch this together recently? We did. Yeah. Well, and we say recently, it was like two years ago. Yeah, I love this film. It's a, It was a good film. I'd never seen it before. And you're like, hey, let's check this film out. And Yeah, it's because it's one of those weird films that it's a horror film. But it's like, 
not a horror film, but it is. It's like, you know, there's no supernaturalness to it. But it's got this really adventure element to it that I really yeah. like. Like, So for those who don't know what people under the stairs are, Wes Craven film. Basically, it's like a low socioeconomic um, neighborhood, um, mainly like black community. Um, and it's poor, except for one house on the street, which are the, peop- the people that own all of the properties in the town who basically take all the money from the community and they're just this brother and sister who live in this house and they're horrible. Yeah. And um, that's all you really know about it. So they're basically keeping their whole community poor by them being rich. And it's about a, a kid named Fool and he he's like a young kid and he gets convinced to break into the house with these older, badder dudes. And, um, and when they break in there, they don't realise that this brother and sister couple who are also lovers... Mm-hmm. Um, have like fortified their house so once you're in there you can't get out and then they hunt people inside the house and there's already like 20 people that are held captive in there that are some of them have gotten out but they're trapped in the house so they live within the walls and stuff Mm. and it's about like the these two crazy people that dress up in gimp suits and hunt people in their house which they've completely soundproofed and stuff so it's a, a house built for hunting yeah and it's about these people trying to get out this house and it's such a good idea and it's so well executed and then at the end it just turns into basically this violent home alone yeah so like all the traps and shit get put back onto this these t- these two horrible couple and it's so violent and it's so good like, it's such a fun rock. And the fact that they're remaking this, they could go ham on this idea. Well, that's the thing. And, I mean, as we know, so, like, obviously Jordan Peele's uh, production company, Monkey Paw, um, they will be doing it. Now, there's no word that Peele's going to be directing. Uh, I think it's just a produced by, which, you know, having a name on something is still just as good. Um, he'll probably have, like, quite a big hand in it. And I feel that this is so – everything that you've explained, it's so relevant to today's um, social, it's yeah, it's social, be- social climate, yeah. yeah, of like how stuff's working at the moment in like like uh, poorer communities and stuff like that, and just the and the thing is as well, it's just I don't know if it's ham fist or anything in this, but they're just the whitest white people, two couple, yeah. and the fact that they're brother and sister and they're together and and like you know they're trying. Well, this is the thing, and so Jordan Peele has, I mean, he stated before he has no intention of making films with like a lot of white people. He's like, I've seen that film, it's been done, I'm creating my own thing. So I think they are going to be the whitest of white people. Yeah, they should they should make them blonde and blue eyes <laughs> and you know like yes. fucked up. Yeah, so it'll be very interesting and I think because of every like the current horror sort of where we are with horror at the moment, you know, the A twenty four, which is all slow burning, very beautiful but very horrific. It sits with you long after you've left the cinema. Yeah. I feel that there is there is a, a there's a bit of that for this, there's but there's still the event, there's still the home aloneness to this yeah. film, which is like at the end, which like really tops the cherry on on you know the cherry on top in this film. Well, once it goes like because if you remember, the kid actually chooses to go back after he gets he gets in the house, gets out and chooses to go back to fuck them up. Yes, and it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that film. So I like. I'm very, very excited for this. I I think that they can go very, very far with this, and it could end up being quite. Yeah, because I don't mind. Like, because even in this original one, like the stuff that happens to that couple, the evil couple, would kill you. Yeah. Like he dropped the one stage. He drops a brick into the dude's face from like four stories, like straight down a chimney. Yeah. That's... Shoot into his face, which would kill you. But like in that, it just hit. You'd puts have a no brick, face. A brick. Yeah. 
<laughs> a brick yeah. mark on his face. <laughs> like, and I love that. I'm, I'm fine. Jordan Peele, we know Jordan Peele is hilarious. He is a funny guy. Yeah, so, so there's going to be that that great sense of humor to it as well. So I'm, I'm very, very And they're really, and also as well, they're super religious, the white couple. So they're like, and they don't, they, they, what is it, their, their thing is they say burn in hell. Yeah. May they all burn in hell. And they say it together <laughs> as if it's a religious yeah. prayer. And I'm like, oh, man, so They're basically going to get that couple that was seen um, on the front of their property holding guns, that yeah. very white couple. They'll just get those in. That'll be it. That'll yeah. Be it. They'll, just, they'll just go down to the polling booth and get some Trump supporters <laughs> <laughs> pop them in the film. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'm, I'm very excited for this. You're very excited for this. Oh, we'll man. Definitely be keeping a close. Are there any closer. dates or anything? Um, No dates as of yet. I think it's only, it was only just announced. This was announced pretty much the day after we'd recorded. Holy so. shit. It's 29 years old, that film. I know. Maybe we should do a rewatch in an episode soon. 29. Yeah, do you feel old? Well, the I kid- remember when it came out. I remember what we got it. I saw it when it was new, and I was I bedazzled by it. That's not even a word that you get. It's not even an emotion. Bedazzled. bedazzled. It <laughs> could be. It is now. It is. And uh, yeah, and I, I watched it recently, and it still holds up. So yeah. I was just like, if a film can hold up, and this is where it's craving, like, you know, moving away from that kind of like horror and just doing the serious side, but it still ends up being like fun and stupid in the yeah. end. Well, it's got the kid from the Mighty Ducks as well. Oh, is it the young the young black kid that's in it who's who's gone into the house who chooses to go back? Yeah, in. yeah, yeah. He's Full. he's one of the kids from uh, Mighty Ducks. Ah, uh, see, I can't remember Mighty Ducks that well. Uh, see, we've we've got it. We do have a bit of an age difference sometimes. <laughs> no, I remember Mighty Ducks, and I watched it. I just cho- chose to forget it. <laughs> see, I I however have chosen to rewatch it several times. What about the Sandlot kids? I haven't watched that in years. Couldn't tell you anything about that. There you go. Anyhow, moving on. Here we are. Um, so Searchlight and Claire Foy head back to the 1930s for horror movie Dust. So this is, uh... Dust. A, gold. Uh, yeah, right. I was literally just going to say. <laughs> gold <it's>, dust. <laughs> right? The two films will be intertwined. It'll be great. <gasps> um, so there's not a lot, uh, to report on this. Uh, Will Jones and Carrie Krause are directing. Um, Krause also wrote the script for Westworld. Um, so the story is set against the backdrop of increasingly horrific dust storms in 1930s Oklahoma and tales of a young mother, um, who's played by Foy, um, haunted by the past who becomes convinced that a mysterious presence is threatening her family and takes extraordinary measures to protect them. Well, we all know that ghosts are from the ground. <laughs> well, they're from the dust now, Dan. No, well, dust is part of the ground. <laughs> So there's no. Uh, it's, I can't it, argue with you. It's a well-known fact that ghosts get transferred into dust, and that's how they move around. <laughs> like so. Sure. Yep. So that that is literally all there is to report on this. Haunted by a ground ghost. Weird. I feel that this has been done before. <laughs> what in dusty? Some way. Dust ghost. Yeah, I feel that there is something very similar that's been done before. Yeah, maybe. Not but, that I know. This doesn't interest me at all. I got to tell you, dust ghosts—they're boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> Fuck no, dust ghosts. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about this film. There I you go. I, it doesn't seem like the kind of one. Like, I do like my supernatural films every now and then, but they really have to pull me in. They're not one of your fortes. No, but if they do pull me in, that'd be a really good idea. Yeah, uh, dust ghosts. It's just just not grabbing you. Nah, it's not sounds tickling like a Studio Ghibli fancy. idea. <laughs> 
Well, maybe Studio Ghibli should come up with a horror film. Just saying. Yeah, they did. Ponyo. <laughs> never saw it. It's horrifying. I've still never seen a Studio Ghibli film in my life. Really? Not in its entirety. I've seen bits and pieces. You should of watch stuff. Grave of the Firefly. That is the most horrific film I've ever seen in my life. Really? And you ask anyone, mate. You ask anyone who has watched that film. You will see vi- things in that film that haven't been put into any other film. It's so shocking. Interesting. Everyone is telling good... me to watch Princess Mononoke. It's a good film. That's, but... just, that's just a good film. Grave of the Fireflies takes... It's crazy. Like, it's the most depressing. I've never cried as much in a film. It's so full on. Really don't I'm bored. Watch anything that's going to make me cry right now. I'm just, I'm really. You reckon that'll be the end? You'll just turn into like a dust ghost and yeah, just float I will. away? Yeah, I just, whoosh, I'll be in the wind. And then you I'll. To, you might turn into a cry ghost and then <laughs> live inside your tears for the rest of your life. <laughs> no. And then soak into the ground and become a ground ghost, which is, we all know is how originally they get in the ground. <laughs> That's exactly what we'll do, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, I I probably won't watch that anytime soon. Fair enough. But, yeah. What? As in Grab of the Fireflies or Dust? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I added a news article on this week as well. I know. I, I saw this article and I was actually going to bring it up with you the other day, but you've added it. So, um, there is a Power Rangers Nightmare on Elm Street comic series. Crossover comic series. And... I don't think I've ever needed anything more in my life than I have this. Thing. Okay, so we obviously we know that yes. we like Nightmare on Elm Street. We do. The question everyone's asking, all the dust ghosts are asking, is do you like Power Rangers? I mean, I haven't. No, that's not true. So when we got Netflix, we binged all of the OG Power Rangers. Sabans? Yeah, Sabans. So whatever you watched in the 90s after school. Yeah, you're pointing at me as if I've watched it. I've never seen a Power Rangers episode. <laughs> I have no idea. All I know is that they're hideously, racistly coloured. Yes. Oh, my, oh my God. Yes. As in, like, the, the yellow one is an Asian person. The black yes. one is a black person. The pink one is a woman. Yes. And uh, apparently in the original one, like, the yellow one... Was a man like that uh, in the uh, when you said because you know how originally it was it was like Super Sentai whatever yeah. it was called yeah and they just took all the fighting from the the Japanese show and then added in the the white actors in the scenes one of them is a gender swap so one of them I can't remember which one it is I think maybe um is the Yellow Ranger a guy no it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an Asian lady isn't yes. it well in the in the Japanese one the Yellow Ranger was a guy so yeah. all the fighting things is just a guy dressed up that's, that's cool <laughs> like, and then you got obviously the 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 blue one is the American, the blonde American. Yes. Have you seen that clip on online where that they're paying it out and then they have like, so they all get named and they're like, mm, seems a bit racist. And then another dude runs in, another black guy goes, oh, sorry, I'm late. And they're like, you will be Black Ranger too. <laughs> and he's like, what do you mean? Like, why do I? Yeah. Ugh. Anyhow. Um, I don't know much about Power Rangers. Yeah, was, I know people love big them. It was in my childhood, but I mean, it's not something that I would ever go out. I would, like, I would probably never. I'd, I might own a T-shirt, maybe. Like, I'd buy OG vintage kind of. Mm. But that's about as far as I'd go. I haven't read any of the comic series that they have released. I've since. only seen the film that came out recently, which had the worst sound. I did see that film. I didn't hate it. A lot of people did hate it. I didn't like the costumes, but that's just because I grew up with the tacky. They're not even tacky. They were amazing back then. Um, they were just and like Elizabeth Lycra. Banks is in it. They were just like cyclists, weren't they fighting? Yeah, that's all I want. It was to like say. someone had just come to the top of their cafe and spilt their little like coffee that they were having at their break, and then they <laughs> had to fight. And it was a bunch of cyclists attacking a bunch of uh, 
I don't know, Christmas pageant float dwellers. Yeah, that's it. Um, but the new film was great because I uh, personally, I just really, really, really enjoy Elizabeth Banks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Was she, she was, in it? She was the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to rewatch. I didn't like the new one because uh, the new film is because the, ta- the sound was terrible. Mm. Like there was whole, it seemed like whole um, audio tracks weren't in there for sound effects. Like someone would get thrown into a building and all you'd hear is this like a trush. And like it was a whole building falling down. There was no stomps or bass or anything. Yeah. And I think later on I read that they actually had problems with their sound and they lost a lot of their like like there yeah. was something to do with the sound. Like I full called it and then I looked into them like, yeah, there was they there was something there was an error in their sound effects mm. or something like that. But it, once you notice it, it's really, 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 really noticeable. Um and then there's not many others. So the crossover that no one expected. But I expect it because Power Rangers have been crossing over into everything recently. They yeah. have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle crossover. They have a DC Universe crossover. Um, there's probably another one I can't remember. Like so, the comics are, and the Power Rangers comics are very popular. Like we, you know, we we stock them. We stock the big storylines. There was yeah. like the Grid that came out recently. There's the Drac Drac Dakin. Dacken. He sounds like a dude who just runs up behind people and just pulls their jock, their, their pants down and dacks them all. Dack them. I am Lord Dacken. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, So that's it. It's hilarious. It doesn't make any sense. Like, I mean, are the Power Rangers really... What are they going to do? Obviously, their dream power is going to be they can turn into their Power Rangers thing within their dreams and fight Freddy. And obviously, Freddy's going to turn into a, a mech. Oh, oh I fi- I'm finally going to get, like, my Mech Freddy because, uh, actually, did you know that in, uh, this is a fun fact that we never sort of said in the Nightmare on Elm Street 3, um, they originally had planned for them to do, uh, envision a giant sort of Transformer or, like, Megazord to fight Freddy, but budgetary constraints meant they couldn't do it. Oh, they so, were actually going to come with their powers combined. Well, they, they were like, it's going to be a Transformer. I'm like, no, you'd want to put all their... You'd want a Captain Planet. You'd want to, like, Megazord it so everyone comes in with their little things. You know, he's there going, like... They're using their dream powers, manifesting it into an animal which turns into, you know, into a... Exactly. You know, Wizard Master, badass, that kind of thing. I don't know what her... What she'd be? be A mink? Big old syringe. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Edia, have you heard that minks... Are being killed oh all across America because yeah. they've got coronavirus now, and it's a new strand that actually it's mutated. It's mutated, and it, uh, the, the, any cures that they thought they'd done now don't affect this new mink version. Yeah, and I just saw like the poor minks, man. They're this just killing them in like. Well, because it's all on mink farms, and they've they've been trying for years. There's 900 mink farms. I they have to kill know. all their minks. But this is, it's not great. Let me preface that by saying this is not great all these poor animals are going to die but they're going to die anyway to make mink coats it's great because they've been trying to ban and stop mink farming for years and this is finally going to shut it down going to be what happens it's going to shut it down i have the smoothest fur have you seen the minks what they look like without uh, any you know help are they as soft as chinchillas it's highly probable Mm. i thought a chinchilla was a mexican dish so that's cool (laughs) (laughs) that's chimichanga Uh. All right, let's go. Uh, right. So, yep, that's great. You can read the first three issues of this Power Rangers um, comic online for free now if you want. Yeah, we'll um, we'll post the link. So I personally would like to read it. And, uh, yeah, we'll post the link on our Facebook and everybody can read it. We should have read them before so we could actually have talked. I'm going to it now to see how this sorts out. So <laughs> issue one, Power Rangers, Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, my God. 
I can't show you this. The cover is the cover to Nightmare on Elm Street one, but with the girl, the Power Ranger. Like fantastic. I'm happy that it is the OG Power Rangers. So it is 90s Power Rangers by the looks of it. And that brings me joy because, let's face it, after I think the first or second movie, I just didn't watch it. Oh, my God. This is not for kids. No, no, no. no. So it was stated that this is a mature series created by adult fans of both Power Rangers. So basically, you know, people my age who watched Power Rangers as kids, this is their reimagining. This looks great. So, well, hopefully... It becomes. Oh, it will. I'm going to get this to my shop. Definitely a physical release, and we can. Um... Oh God, there's nudity. Oh, they're reenacting all the scenes from all the other Nightmare Elms. Right, the bath scene is the long-haired guy and stuff like, in the bath naked. I'm okay with this. This, uh, yeah, this this brings me much joy. We'll post it. Everyone can enjoy this. All right, Freddy kills the Bane bad guy. That guy. Anyway. Oh, he becomes him. Say hello to daddy, he says. <laughs> anyway, let's... Uh, we digress. Let's move on to the homework. Yes, every week me and Jen set ourselves a horror movie to watch and then we got scene by scene and spoil the fuck out of it for all of you. Welcome to homework. What is our rating system, Jennifer? Woo! Okay, so um, we have a lovely rating system. We've got A. Awesome. Everybody should watch. B, beer and chicken wing group movie. F, for fun and dumb. C, classic. That's worth a watch. G, good for its time but has not held up. We've got the J, Jen special. The D, the Dan special. We've got the W for whatever. S, which is shit you should avoid. And we've got the McConaughey, which is the fucking fuck. Just don't watch it. Yeah, so that's our descending order of... uh... I think I actually thought of a new one the other day, and it made it made perfect sense. In the middle of the night, I woke up and I was like, "Oh, a new rating letter!" And now I completely forgot it when I woke up. So I'm going to sit on that for like four weeks until I remember what it was. I feel that we've like missed out on the whole kind of like you for underrated. Oh, because there's like you know these films that many people might hate and have been ragged on, but they're actual underrated. All right, putting in there now. You equals <laughs> underrated. Oh, I did. I stopped typing. Doesn't matter. We got it. That's fine. We've got it. We've added the U, which is not going to be obviously any of the films this week. Any of the film. I mean, the, any of the, the ratings. The one film that we watched. So this week we watched Pumpkinhead from 1988. That was and my it, pick. Yes, it was Dan's pick, and it answers the question: What if you get a special effects genius to direct a film? <laughs> this film is directed by Stan Winston. Uh, the screenplay is by a bunch of people. Uh, including Stan Winston, and it's also based off a poem by Ed Justin, which is very interesting. Um, who, who in their right mind reads a poem and goes, you know what, make a great film? It's like hearing a haiku and going, oh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> you, know, uh, you know what, oh, I can really get a three-part trilogy out of that haiku. Yeah, well, you, money. I mean, there is three lines. There are people who are geniuses, Dan, and they can do these kinds of things. I think they're just visionary idiots. Yeah. Well, they're richer than we are. Hmm. Um, so it also stars Lance Henriksen, who we all know from Aliens and Near Bishop. Dark. And everything Every- else. He's always in something. Yeah, yeah. Always he- in something. Um, I like Lance Henriksen as an actor. He's um, pretty much the only acting force in this film. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the only one who actually knows how to act. <laughs> like, 
Uh, we're playing fast and loose with that. Yeah, yeah. In this film, yes. Uh, it also had a budget of three point five million. Um, the box office gross was four point four million. So it it made more than it cost. Yes. Just. Just. Yeah. Not enough to make another film. So you'd have to make like three pumpkin heads to justify making a fourth one. and then that'll be cut even (laughs) (laughs) exactly Um, so just a little bit of background information so uh, for each of man's evils a special demon exists a man conjures up a gigantic vengeance demon called Pumpkinhead to destroy the teenagers who accidentally killed his son that is basically that is literally the whole fucking story yeah yeah that is alright so next week we'll be watching (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's get into it. So it opens up with titles like you know, over red fire. So yep. it's just a they've basically just redicized some flames on the screen, and they've got this orange outer glow on the yeah. credits. So I was like, okay, I like it. It's 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 subtle but on theme. Opens to a 1957 farmhouse with a hillbilly family. <laughs> so we got a mum, a dad, and a young child. Yeah, hard hillbilly. Yes, deep south. Yeah. I think it was South. Yeah, the the accents, again, the acting in this film, fast and loose. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they sort of slipped in and out of that southern Yeah, it's like a, it's a windy, thundery night, you know. They're looking dubious. They lock the front they're door. They're battening down the hatches. They're, they're battening the down horses. the hatches. The, the, yeah, the dad's out. He's putting the horses in the barn. He comes in. He locks the door. I'm like, what's going on? Something's happening. Is this about a storm? <laughs> Is this like big weather? Well, funny, I don't know if you noticed... That he brings big weather with him? He brings big weather. He's got big, we'll get into big that. weather energy. I know. Um, cuts to a man running in the woods. He's just, he's scared. He's running. He's, he's like, screaming. He's, he's falling he's, over. He's, he's snot running out his nose. <laughs> he doesn't care what he looks like. No, um, well, he's been chased by something. We don't know what. We don't know. We don't know. Anyhow. Then he runs into a cornfield because that's where everything happens. Yeah. Well, no, then he, uh, he gets to the house. And uh, he knocks on the door. He's like, let me in. And the yeah. family ignores him. You know, the son's like, why don't we let him in, Dad? And he's like, can't let him can't in. Can't let him in. Um, no. Anyhow, so they're like, it's not my business. Get away from my family. So Yeah. It's like, my go- family's more important than you. I'm protecting my family at all costs. Get away from my front door. I got a shotgun here and I'm not afraid to Yeah, he did say that. He had a shotgun, didn't he? Mm. And then uh, the... So then the the man runs away up up on a hill, right in viewing. Like, it cuts to him, doesn't he? Like he all of a sudden he like leaves the property and he's then in this muddy ditch. Yeah, like crawling through this muddy like. Well, he's just trying to get away from he's... big weather. <laughs> um, hey, maybe he's just tra- he's scared of the ground ghosts. The rains are here. <laughs> well, the rain ghosts now. <laughs> yeah, it's a corn ad. Um. So he's running away and he goes up, he, conveniently he goes up onto kind of a hill which has the moon behind him, perfectly lighting his death. He gets grabbed by this monster which suspiciously looks like the alien. Yeah, there's this, like a lot of... Uh, as in like the alien from Alien. It looks like the xenomorph, yeah. Xenomorph, so. that's it. And um, we, we, we see that the young kid is, sees this he's, man yeah. get attacked by this alien. And yep. now, end scene. End scene. The guy's dead. Open to the present. Yes. Which we don't know what year it is. We can only assume that it's now. 1988. It's uh, 2020. Shirtless Lance Henriksen, uh, who wore prosthetic teeth to make himself look more Yokel? rural. 
Local. Rural was the word he used. Really? Yeah. Because he didn't want to say redneck. Or yokel. Yep. <laughs> um, I didn't know that. He wore, he wore <laughs> yep, he wore some prosthetics. Wow. Talk about, uh, you know, putting those people in a box and yeah, laughing he really, at them. Yep. Well, that is very stereotypical. Like, um, so we, Yeah, so we learn. Lance Hendrickson, he's, he's ripped. He's cut. He's cutting wood. We learn that he was the kid. He's old man ripped. So he's Iggy Pop ripped. Iggy Pop Rip. He's, yep. he's a leathery mess of muscle. <laughs> he, uh, he's a denim jacket <laughs> zipped up with a bloody, with a whole bunch of logs in it. Pretty much. Um, he has a kid himself who's basically Dennis the Menace. He kind of, I was saying, like, this kid wishes he was Macaulay Culkin. Yeah. So he's got this blonde-haired, blue-eyed, glasses-wearing kid that looks nothing like him. Coke bottle glasses. He he looks like Macaulay Culkin from The Page Master. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. So... And his name's, uh, I thought his name was Ed Hardy at first, but it's Ed Harley. Yes. So Lance that, Hendrickson is called Ed Harley. But I've just called him Lance the whole time. Same. Yeah. Same. Because like, Ed, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what his name is. It's Lance Hendrickson. And then there's a kid. Yeah. And anyway, they uh, lead a simple life. Doesn't seem to be a mother involved in their family no. or any mention of her. No. Or is it his child? Is, did he just steal it? Did he borrow it from the ground ghost? Who, who knows? It was, he, he found it in a pumpkin patch. Anyhow, oh dear, don't. That's a terrible pumpkin catch to find it in. Exactly. Um, yeah, he's got a son. That's all we need to know. He yep. thinks he's a great son. He loves his son. He does. They, yep. they, they really get into that. Cuts to a bunch of fuckhead teenagers straight away. Yep. You just introduce these teenagers, which I will say this scene. So it's a driving scene, right? So you got. Two cars worth of kids driving. They're chatting. It actually seems like the mics were on the outside of the car. You couldn't hear any of the dialogue they were saying. It was such a faux pas. It would have been better to cut this whole scene out and just have them later on coming, rocking out. Because it didn't really explain much of them. No. So as as far as we guess, there's like four kids in a truck. And then there's uh, two kids in a, like a Lamborghini or something trailing behind. Or a Corvette. Like an old, it's not a Lamborghini. Okay, a fancy but, sports car. Yeah, it was like one of those olden day like cheap sports cars. Yeah. Like, yeah, like a T-Bird or something like that. I don't yeah, know. so they're, they're off driving. Obviously, they've got dirt bikes in the back, which indicates to me that they're going for a weekend of dirt biking somewhere. And we all know that dirt bikers are the most dastardly children and people in the world. Well... Uh, I refer to one of the characters the whole way through this as Dirt Bike Jerk. Oh, I, what did I call him? I think I just called him Fuckhead. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I love it. Characters and Fuckhead Teenagers. Um, yeah, worse. Just their dialogue. You're just like, okay, you're just cannon fodder. You're yeah. just here for the kills. Like, yeah. And they really didn't drive home any of the characters very much. It's just like... No, we don't really learn anything about them. We've got no... Well, all we know is that two of them are brothers yeah. and one of the brothers is a badass yeah. who's like, you know, he's on parole because he's a badass, mm. um, which they kind of drop later on that whole storyline of, of him like being a badass. He just becomes one of the teenagers, which is weird. Yeah. Anyway, we cut to Lance. Hey, Lance and his son, they run a little general store. Yeah, I like the Harley. And then they've like just crudely painted on and son. Yeah, like yeah. The grocery As store. in like the son suddenly just appeared like they yeah. weren't expecting it. Yeah, that's right. Um, so they run Harley and son general store. Mm-hmm. It's in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around them. There's no reason to have this thing. He's got some produce. He he basically, he, he caters to the small amount of... Uh, farmers farmers that are uh, in the area potentially anyone driving by if this was a different film this would be where the teens stopped off to get their beer and 
soda and jerky and they get before they get murdered. Yeah, like later the, the guy in like cabin in the woods. Yeah, that they the, he would be the guy that's telling them, "Don't go to that cabin. You're gonna die." Yeah, but yeah, in in true pumpkin head like uh, style, it doesn't have anything that good in it. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the hillbilly, uh, and then we get like to the the teenagers rock up. Mm-hmm. One of them, um, the the badass, the yep. fuckhead, he takes his um. He he takes his like a, and I call him dickhead. Yeah. That's his name. So the <laughs> dickhead matter. takes one of the bikes off and just starts riding around yeah, straight he's, away. He's not waiting. He's dirt biking right now. Makes no sense because no. you really wouldn't. So he's riding this dirt bike around in the scene. Mm-hmm. The other people. There's one girl who her, her main goal is to he she just takes photos because she's you know the art sensitive journalist. There's a religious girl. There is the brother of. Dirt bike joke. D- dirt bike dickhead. Yep. Who um, basically is, is uh, Sean Austin. Yes. Like, lookalike with a headband. Yep. Um, I assume there were some more people that I can't remember. There was one other guy. There was one other guy who looked exactly like the hillbilly kid. That is true. There's another kid. Yep. Anyway, a bunch of hillbilly kids rock up in a ute, mm-hmm. dirty as fuck, like, you know, their dad, and um, they uh, they start paying out one of the other hillbilly kids, and they run around him, and they sing a pumpkin head song. Yes. You know. I can't remember what it was. It's basically a rip-off Freddy song. Like. Yeah, so it's basically like this whole, because the kid steals the uh, Billy's little ball that he's throwing his dog, and I'd like to point out that the dog was also the same dog from Gremlins. Oh, Barney? Yes. Oh, wow. Played by Mushroom. Um, so the Is that kid, what the dog's name? Yeah. Mushroom? What? Well, it's Gypsy in this film, but the real the real life dog, the actor dog, is called Mushroom. Oh. Um, so the little hillbilly kid steals the ball, and he's got it behind his back, so they're like, it's it's a cautionary tale. Like if you do bad yeah. things, Pumpkinhead's gonna get you. Yeah. So Pumpkinhead is an urban legend, or, yeah. or, or the thing that they use to make kids toe in line. Pretty much. We learn about that. There's the whole story. Um, we still got the teenagers on the dirt bikes at this point. Now the brothers join in, so there's two of them now jumping around on their bikes. Yep. Um, Lance Hendrickson suddenly. Um, well, he leaves because he's got to go deliver his fodder to the hillbilly dad. He's yeah. Like, where's my fodder? He's like, oh fuck, I forgot it. Like. So the hillbilly kids leave. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so for some reason, Lance Hendrickson, father of the year, mm-hmm. leaves his six year old kid in charge of the shop. Yeah. Drives off. Yeah. With a whole bunch of teenagers there. Um, that made no sense. That was just an excuse. Like the, you also didn't need him to leave in that scene. No. All the next things could have happened, you know, with him he could have been in the shop. Yeah. And then it all happened the next scene and then he'd come out because there's no reason for him to come out. You know what I mean? No. So, the fact that he leaves is stupid. It didn't need to happen. So, yeah. obviously, Doggo goes running out of the shop towards the dirt bikers. He doesn't like the dirt bikers. No, they're too loud. Those dirt bikes, they're loud. They're We've gross. got dickheads in our street that have dirt bikes. and They're dickheads. They're loud and dickheads. Um, but, so, yeah, so, obviously, the dog runs out. So, little Billy goes running out as well. Um, you know, and then, all of a sudden, he's, he's run too far. And... One of the dirt bikers comes flying over him, misses him narrowly, and crashes, you know, wipes out on his dirt bike. And Which then is the good brother. The good brother. And then dirt bike dickhead um, hits the kid. Snashes him. He doesn't die. He doesn't. I thought he was dead because I made a lot of notes going, this kid is the worst at playing dead. Because he was just... We just called him Blinky Bill because he just was blinking the whole time. <laughs> Anyhow, dickhead dirt bike... 
well, it doesn't want anything to do with it. They're fuck like, up. we should go to the hospital, kick up the kid. He's like, fuck that shit. Let's just bail. So yeah. they're really instilling that he is a fucking self, selfish prick of a fuckhead. Yeah. So he bails. He gets in his car with his, oh, he's got his girlfriend as well. Yes. He's got his like um, downtrodden, floozy girlfriend. He's like, you know, <laughs> with him because she's scared of him. I don't know what. I don't even know why they're traveling with him. It doesn't make any sense why all these kids would be together because none of them like each other and none of them like get along. It's no. weird. He's just there. Yeah. Um, he takes off and they're all like disgusted. The other half uh, bailed to the hospital and one, the the, good, the brother brother is left to look after the kid until the dad gets back. Yep. Anyhow, Lance comes home. He finds his kid. He gets angry. He takes it. He ignores the people. He's like, fuck off. Just mm. get out of here. It's and the that's The hillbilly it. way. The hillbilly way. Yep. I smell revenge. Yeah. Revenge I was like, coming. take him to the hospital. He'll yeah. be fine. But he takes him home. He just takes him home, puts him in a bed, and of course the kid dies. And then he dies. I'm like, you idiot. Why didn't you take him to the hospital, you dickhead? So, um, so Lance, everyone's a dickhead in this film. There's a decision, there's, a, there's plot. I feel they would have had a hospital or someone that could have helped. Mm. Even like, because people just like get hurt in this place and then just die. Yep. Yes. That's my understanding. Anyhow, Lance gets angry. He decides he's going out. He goes to what I can only describe is a child farm. <laughs> it's just yes. like 50 children. There's no woman on this farm. There's no women There's in this film apart from the like the, the teenagers. Also, one of them is the film debut of Mayim Balik, who is TV's Blossom. Oh. It's her film debut. She oh. was one of the youngest kids. Yeah, right. So he rocks up to another farm, which has like, it would be 50 kids working on it, like childs. Yeah. Which are all run by one man. He comes out with a beard and he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, who, who, how does he make all these children with no women? I know. Does he steal them? Well, does he grow like, them? Is it an actual child farm? The younger women, once they get old. Yeah, that's the old thing. Do the, kid, do the brothers and sisters fuck each other and make other brothers and sisters? Well, there's a scene later on where I honestly thought that the brother and the sister were going to like... Yeah, doink. Yeah. Um, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, Lance asked the, the farmer man, the many child man. Yep. Um, I heard there's a lady that can, you know. Yep. I'm, can, I'm looking for a woman. She's got in the powers. Mountains. Yep. And at this point, I think he just wants the, the this woman with powers to bring his kid back to life. Yeah, of course. He just he assumes again it's urban myth. Like there's this clearly like the witch of the woods, the hedge witch. She's there. She's obviously got powers. And the beardy child farmer, he's like. No, I don't know what you're talking about. And he obviously, he opens up the door, shows his dead kid, and he's like, oh, man, I'm real sorry, but... You don't want to be fucking with that shit. You don't shit. want to be doing this. Like, this is not a good idea. Like, you got to go. Just go. Yeah. Um. So Lance Hendricks, and he's like, fuck you, and shuts the door, goes off to leave. And one of the younger sort of teens... I think the oldest kid within yeah. the kid farming aspect of it... He he goes. I'll show you because he he's interested to see if Pumpkinhead is real. So yeah, he's he, uh, got this, uh, he goes. I know where the old lady lives. And, and he's like, you're looking for Haggis. Is that her name? Her name's Haggis. Oh really? I didn't yeah. know, I didn't realize that. I just called her old lady. So we go. We he, anyway. Lance goes to this swamp shack, which looked great. Yeah, the I swamp shack. And they just found that found a location. It was great because there's no way they. Then again, I could have used most of their budget on fake weed. <laughs> True. Um. This swamp, this like shack, it's all, you know, got weed and swamp weed growing all over. It looks pretty good. It's the anti-Disney house because she's kind of like this, she's like, again, she's like this hedge witch. She lives on the outskirts of town and in the swamps and there are just animals everywhere. But she's just like this kind of 
old scraggly haired. She's just like sitting at the. She's just sitting there at the fire, looking at it, and like doing nothing, not moving. Almost she, all she does is wait for people to come to her and ask her to do these spells, kind of thing. When she's not doing that, she's just just chilling she's out, just hibernating. Yeah, she's cool. She's uh, so she uh, yeah. Uh, so she goes there and she tells Lance about a fucking pet cemetery. Basically, she said. Oh, well, that's what I said. Like, so yeah, he he's like, I need you to help. She's like, raising the dead ain't in my power, but there's there's another way. But you're not yeah, gonna like get, it. Yeah, I can get. We can get some justice for you if you want. Doesn't really read in the rules. No. Like, so no one ever reads you the rules, do they? No. Um. Basically, he goes to this uh, cre- creepy pumpkin patch. Which yeah. Which I- has like a podium grave. He yeah. di- and he's supposed to dig up. Did she say what to do? You must have. I must have missed. I think that. she did. It was very for me vague. It was very low. Um. I had to turn it up quite loud, and also it was very dark at points as well so i had trouble finding this film and then i found it on youtube it's free to stream on youtube so i was watching it off of youtube great quality um just a bit quiet um so yeah so he goes to this podium in in the woods and he starts digging and digs up this this body it's it's like a weird body yeah it's not a human it's kind of like a hybrid body yeah it's kind of it's all um what's the word like crunched up so it's like uh yeah it's 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 like in somersault position (laughs) It's all dried up. Yeah. It's like this weird face on it. He takes the... I, I assume was go to the pumpkin catch, dig up the body, bring it back. That's yeah. what she said, which yeah. I missed as well. Anyway, he takes it back to the old lady. She does the old, like, cuts his hand, cuts the boy's hand. Mixes, mixes the, blood. the blood. Makes blood soup. Yeah. Um, Jiggles some things. Does a, does a hedge witch ritual. Yeah, you know. Looks at a dream catcher. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> um, and she pours it on pumpkin head, which we assume is pumpkin head. Pours it onto this corpse and it starts fizzing. Starts to evolve. It starts. Um, no wait, has he gone by this time? No, he's passed out on the floor. Blood yeah, that's right. Because he cuts his hand or... and he passes out because the magic is too powerful. Yeah. Obviously, the magic is too powerful. Sure. Probably not the trauma that he's just experienced with his son and the fact that he hasn't slept. Although I don't really feel that he was as cut up about it as you should be. As you should be. Like I, I mean. Look, stress and trauma. Adrenaline maybe as well. Yeah, it, he's, it all... he's, he's got, and at the moment he still has this option. Yeah. Like it's not all, uh, he's, he's not grieving yet because he still has the option that he might be able to, yeah. like in his mind, bring Thinks him back to life. He's, he's a simple thinker. He's a Trump voter. He, um, you know, he's, he's, you know, if he doesn't get his way, he's just going to take his gun and go shoot a polling booth. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, topical. Uh, <laughs> so anyhow, she pours this shit, this blood soup. On this corpse, it starts to fizzle, mate. It starts to grow into, and within, I would say, within four seconds, it is a fully grown pumpkin head. The evolutions for a pumpkin head was really cool. Um, I think one of the little evolutions, it kind of looked like the aliens at the beginning of Night of the Creeps. Yes, yes, yes. And I was yes. like, oh, that's cute. Oh, yeah, when it first sits up, mm. it's a Night of the Creeps alien. Yeah. So, like, oh. it, um, so straight away, the best thing in this film is the effects. Yes. Um, the puppetry... And that is what they spent $3 million on. Yes. And they gave $500,000 to Lance Hendrickson and nothing else got paid yeah. for. <laughs> like, we just we just found these kids round back. Like, they just wanted to eat yeah, that that's night, what so. They paid to be in the film. Yeah. They're like students. <laughs> yes. Um, that's not true. Yeah, so the puppetry was like, I was like, damn, look at that fucking thing. Like, you it know, it's, 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 they, they did well with making it slimy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all, we said it before. I love Goop, goop. makes everything look great. It's great. The um, 
Anyhow, anyhow, it grows very rapidly into this full-sized, I would say it'd be like seven foot high. Yeah, about that. Seven foot high puppet pumpkin head. Um, I don't know how they did a lot of these like shots. Like There was obviously a, a I reckon, was it a man on stilts, you reckon? Quite possibly. Because his legs bent backwards like a, yeah. like a, a dog or whatever. He had like dog legs, like those yeah. back, back, backwards bending knees. And they still walked and looked wicked. Mm. So I, and it was clearly someone in it. And an animatronic face, so it like you got that whole vibe of it really existing and really being a presence that existed in real life. It yeah, was really cool. It looked amazing and it flawlessly moving, and I just loved it. Yeah. So we get um back to the teenagers. They've all panicked. Yep. They've like split up. They've all met back at this cabin. That- Steve's. Dirtbike Dickhead's locked two of them in the bathroom. Yeah, so they're all like, so Dirtbike Dickhead is like going, oh, fuck, oh, I can't, you know, you can't do this. He's basically turned into an evil man. He's like, no one's to say anything. Like, we have to. So he starts punching people. He starts locking them in cupboards. You know, he, he's, he's really driving a, a, a rift between them all. Yes. <laughs> he's, yes, he it, is. It's a massive schism. And um, so there's, there's unrest in the teenage in the teenage camp. They don't know what they're doing. Anyhow, um, the other the brother gets back and goes, "Hey, it's all cool." Like you yep. know, the guy came and got his kid. We're fine. Suddenly, everyone is nice to each other. Did you notice? Like, yeah, suddenly like, oh, hurt by dickhead who was threatening to kill people. He was punching people and sh- threatening to shoot them. Let's the people out the cupboard and goes, basically, it's all good now. Sorry, we're it, we're okay. We're, we're okay because we have to like let it and yeah, we gotta we gotta figure this out. We gotta get it out. You know, we're just, we're, we're heading out. It's yeah. time to go. So Lance takes his kid home and buries him. Buries him in the backyard. Yep. Old, old backyard buried. Why not? That's how it's done. There's no government records. No, it just seems very. Well, that's because all the records are fraud. Well, <laughs> They're that's... all, you can't trust records. They're all frauds. <laughs> Pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we get our first kill. We do. Who is it? It's uh, it is Steve, so it is the young nice brother. I was a little bit disappointed that this was the first kill. You thought he would have been like the end girl, <laughs> the final Maybe girl, not. Steve. That's right. So Maggie, who is the religious girl, she goes running out of the cabin. Um, she's crying like we've got to go, we've got to do this. And Steve goes running after her, and he's giving her this spiel, you know, holding up her little crucifix, going, "This is what you're doing this for. We need to leave. Yeah, like, we've got to." You Why know, would you just- ever? Be friends with a highly religious person who's not, and you're none of you guys are religious. Why would you even be together? Why, no. Do you know who'd be cool to take out? Maggie, because she's so religious. You know, that it works so well with partying in a cabin. Yeah, right. That Maggie, and dirt she's bikes. so religious. Let's hang out with her this weekend. That's yeah, it's great. Like, it's like they've got a list of shit they have to have there. Do you know who they forgot? They forgot the token black guy. They did. There and is, like, well, I mean, it is, I'm, I'm guessing it's kind of like the South. So probably Maybe. not a lot of black people at that time. They'd already killed them all. In that area. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So Steve's, they're in the woods. They're having a good old chat. He's trying to calm her down. And then all of a sudden, a storm's here. Yeah, storm. So we didn't know this. And for some reason, Pumpkinhead brings big storm behind him. So yeah. whenever he's in the shot, there is just like a massive wind and lightning effect from behind him. Yeah, so you know he's coming because it starts getting real windy. Yeah, he's, he's a windmaker. <laughs> he's a windmaker, that's all he is. Um, <laughs> so, so, yeah, big storm comes. Yep. Oh, what's going on? And then, and also as well, I think big storm was a good thing. Like, it just covers up any like puppetry fuck ups and shit. Like, yep. 
Exactly. Uh, so you got flushing as in all the time. There's like a strobe light going on. You got wind everywhere, and then and I just think you get grabbed by the face. There's a lot of Pumpkinhead resides a lot of the time up. Yes. He's a very a vertical character. So he's in trees and shit. And I like pu- that. He pulls you up very into trees. Predator-esque. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. very predator. Yeah. So he's like up there with his. Except he's not very good at hiding because there's a fucking big storm behind him. Where he, you just have to look where the storm is, and that's where he is. So essentially, the studios approach Stan Winston. They're like, "Look, man, you do great effects. We want you to direct a film." And Stan Winston's like, "Oh yeah." What I'm, is a film? What is? What What have I worked on? Oh, yeah, yep, no, this is great, this is great. Yep, we'll just combine all of these elements and chuck it in a film and it's Pumpkinhead now and I'm directing it and it's all good. Yeah. Move on. Uh, so, yeah, Steve. Pumpkinhead takes Steve. That's all I've written. He yeah. kind of just takes him. You don't really see what happens to him. He gets pulled up into the trees. Religious lady runs, got, fucking freaks out, runs home. She's like, the devil's here, the devil's the devil. Um. <laughs> Then um, we, we find out that every time Pumpkinhead is about to kill somebody, Lance Hendrickson gets affected and he shares, like, he has, like, a, 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 a linked consciousness with Pumpkinhead. So he sees Pumpkinhead killing yeah. the ring. And that's part of, like, the deal she didn't mention. So yeah. you have to feel the pain and emotions of every kill. Mm. He doesn't like that. No, he's like, this is bullshit. He's like, I, I'm going to go stop that. I... Yeah, not a fan. So then he goes to see the witch first. Like, yeah, so he goes, he goes, and we'll just we'll cut to that bit. He basically goes and sees the witch and he just goes, like, this is bullshit. Yeah. I didn't want this. She goes, ah, just ride it out. Right? Let it, let, it, let it get it through its course. It'll be fine yeah, after that. He goes, fine. no, no. It'll, it'll stop when it's over. Just, just let it happen. He's finally cooled down. He's buried his kid. He realizes that maybe I shouldn't unleash this hell beast onto these kids who I don't actually know which one even hurt it's him. It's like, huh. Maybe I overreacted. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Go figure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who would have thought a deep south person would have overreacted about anything? (laughs) (laughs) You're Uh, very on point today. Yeah. Anyhow, so where are we up to? What happened? So we've missed the Maggie death. No, no, we'll we'll bring back into that. So, yeah, Pumpkinhead got... um, He basically grabs Maggie, the religious girl. How do you get her? She just runs out of the house again? Yeah, so I think she was on the outside of the house and he kind of snatched her. Is she the one, is he the one, sorry, she, is she the one that he's smushing her face against the glass? And it's just, just like, later. like her face is Basically, just like. First he grabs her, pulls her up into the roof and he scratches a, a, a cross into yeah. her forehead like, like she's religious. Now you're religion. At that point you realise that Pumpkinhead is doing this for fun. Yes. He actually is tormenting them. Yeah. And like to his own fun he's not doing it because he needs them to be fear for the souls or whatever he is actually just um, a, a force that gets off on killing people and torturing them because yeah. he actually smiles there's the a whole... lot of smiling from him and i'm like oh yeah he's like he's like so he's just like oh you're religious are you fucking take this bitch <laughs> yeah yeah um we see that which is pretty gross um yeah, and that's when Lance go, and then it cuts to Lance going yeah. to the witch and saying yeah. no 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 and then he, she, he fucking bails from her and he's like fuck this i'm gonna I'm going to go help these kids or whatever. Yep. Uh, and then, then we get the, the shot of all the people panicking inside and you just see, yeah, Maggie's <laughs> head at the wind, at the kitchen window and Pumpkinhead's clearly just holding it up like a puppet, basically just doing comedy like... <laughs> <laughs> and then just mushes really her face against the window. <laughs> yep. And then just smashes her face through the window and dumps her yeah. on the kitchen table and just 
<laughs> just leaves her there? Like, and all it. this blood comes running. I feel that was probably one the of best the, moment the, in the, the whole better, film. Yeah. Like, just the it idea. made me laugh. Yeah, so, so Pumpkinhead is clearly like, enjoying his job. He's like, yeah. he's like, I got into this for a reason. I'm going to enjoy this. Yeah, exactly. Um, so then, the obviously, they leave the cabin. They go running out. They're trying to find a car. Well, they're trying to find their cars, aren't they? I don't know what they're doing. Or they find that the cars... No. So they're just... They're out in the woods. They're running away. They did... They're running around in the woods. Yeah. Because so they were safe in the house. I don't know why they left it. Go into their cars. And Pumpkinhead's fucked them all up. No, first, Pumpkinhead takes Kim. Yep. So Kim, one of the... Just the other girl. Who's she's like, one of the girls in the film. Yeah. She's one of the girls in the film. I think she's the photographer. No? No, because she survives. I mean... Oh. Oh, spoilers. Oh, yeah. Um... <laughs> One of the other girls that are in it. Um, Pumpkinhead takes her again in mm. the p- typical Pumpkinhead fashion, grabs her from the top, pulls her up into a tree. No, that was the good one. I liked that one because she's just like dangling because he was up there kind of with this weird... It was a very Xenomorph kind of crouch as well. Yeah, yeah. So and he's, he's holding he's, her He's, he's got her head. up in a tree, which is like probably three or four stories high. Yeah, it was a very large tree. It was a very high tree. We see him up there. He's sitting in there. So it's a big wide shot. We yeah. see this big tall tree with this little... Ma- you can't quite see what he is. He's holding... This Kim girl up just drops her. Yeah. This, I thought this was really boring. Did you like this one? Well, no, I just, because I really liked the visual shot yeah, I like of that. it up there. I, th- I feel that a lot of the deaths in this film were not great. No. And Pumpkinhead does them all in front of people as much as he can because yeah. he wants an audience because he's like, thinks this is fucking heaps funny. Yeah. Oh, he's he's really. He's into it. He's, he's just, just like, like, I clucked on for the night and I'm going to give it my all. Yeah, I'm here all week. Try the veal. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, at this point, at this point, they've worked out that the cars are all fucked up. Pumpkinhead did a bit of maintenance on them. Just yeah, Pumpkinhead can do whatever he wants because yeah. there's no rules to him, really. Come Pumpkinhead. Uh, Lance meets up with the kids and he's like, I'll help you out. And they're like, didn't you put... Yeah, no, I don't know why. Well, th- they go to steal a car. So they go to steal the car off of some other person's... They're on someone else's property. Oh, that's there's right. There's like a burnt out car. Well, not a burnt out. Just an old looking car, which kind of reminded me of like Lepcon 3. Lepcon, yeah, an old ute or whatever. Yeah. Like an old Land Rover. And they go to smash the window and the shotgun goes off and it's like, this guy's like, you guys... Get off my property. Because he knows Pumpkinhead is after them. Everyone knows. And they're like, Mister, you've got to help us. He's like, I can't help you. You guys big, marked. The big storm is what gives it away, I yeah. reckon, to these people. You they, are marked and he fucks off and then it, Lance it rocks off. It might be based on, like, you know, the idea of, like, there's bad stuff in the storms with these hillbillies that would sit in their houses go, you can't go out tonight, curse night. It's a real stormy night tonight. And, then, yeah, because Pumpkinhead bringing their big weather. <laughs> <laughs> big weather, it's such a new term, eh? Um... So Lance has now joined up with the surviving kids. Yeah. Uh, he decides he's going to shoot Pumpkinhead. So what happens next? So uh, he shoots Pumpkinhead. Yeah, so we shoot Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead goes down. Pumpkinhead gets shot. Lance goes down. Huh. So not yeah. only do they share conscious. No, no. F- no. It's not the first time. Yes, first Lance gets hurt. Yes. And Pumpkinhead goes, he gets something with, he hurts his hand or something? Oh, the dog. There's a dog that bites him. Dog. Barney so, bites him. Yep. Because Barney like fills something up with Lance, even though it's his dog. Give him a bite. Get Barney bites Lance on the hand. Then we see Pumpkinhead go, "Oh my hand!" So oh, not only are they mind linked, they're also oh. pain linked. And we the all know plot thickens. And then at that point, you're like, really? "I know what's going to happen at the end. Yep. It's obvious." Um, so Lance now 
So at this point, if I was Lance, I'd be like, okay, I can't save these kids. I'm just going to leave, let it run its course. Yeah. I fucked up. I'll live with this. But no, he continues at it. Where the only option really at this point, you know straight away, is like he has to kill himself to kill Pumpkinhead. Yeah. To like to it's like it's that's the that's the deal he signed the pact of the contract. Mm. So, and the only way to uh, you know void the contract is to kill yourself or some shit. I feel that this is probably what happened pre. So, I feel that so the beginning of the film where little little baby Lance is looking at Pumpkinhead killing the guy that he was chasing. It might not necessarily have been. Um, the guy that was being like revenge was being sought on. I think the public it, they say he kills whoever gets in his way as well. Yeah, but is, also I feel that maybe because we obviously don't see what happens with Pumpkinhead, are we of the assumption? Because I'm kind of of the assumption that once Pumpkinhead is done, he's gonna get the person that has brought him about to exact his revenge, and once he's done, he can go back to his little pumpkin patch. Well. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Now we're getting a lot deeper than what the story actually is. So, Dickhead, um, Dickhead Dirtbike, suddenly it's turned into a normal character. He's no longer Dickhead Dirtbike. He's got a gun. He, I think, uh, he shoots Pumpkinhead as well because he's got a gun. Yes. Uh, he goes straight up to Pumpkinhead without any like, thing going, look, he's dead. Pumpkinhead just grabs his leg because he ain't dead. Yeah, Pumpkinhead. This is a horror movie, guys. Pumpkinhead, Pumpkinhead automatically grabs Dickhead Dirtbite and he stabs him with... The so Pumpkinhead stabs Dickhead Dirtbite with yep. the gun. Now he's Pumpkinhead with a fucking gun. Pumpkinhead with a shotgun. I love it. He converses the hobo. Um, <laughs> so Dickhead's dead. Yep. Too bad. I kind of really wanted something a lot more for him. Because he was a dickhead. Even before he killed the child, he was a dickhead and I hated him. Yeah. And he'd already done something bad they mentioned that was on like the dickhead level. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Lance gets hit by the dog. We worked out pump, Pumpkinhead's weakness is Lance. Yeah. But the, he doesn't flip the other way. So, if you shoot Pumpkinhead, it doesn't hurt Lance. So, it's a bit of a one-way street, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit. A bit weird. It's fine. Um, then we get the hillbilly kid... Um, he, at this time, has... Have we mentioned that he has come to help them? No, we haven't. No, it's... Okay, so we're, we're now... We're getting muddled because this film is so convoluted. Um, so Lance rocks up at the Hewitt farm, which is Redneck Beard Child Farm. Child Farm. Um, and he's like, you know, can you, I need your help. I need your help. And it's very much uh, reenacted from the original uh, beginning of the film where he's like, look, I got my shotgun here. I'm yeah, this is the family. second time he goes to kid you farm. Go, you got to go. Like, you got to get off my property. And he's just like, okay, and just walks off. Yeah, why did that happen? I Yeah. And then, obviously, it cuts to the, the teen boy who'd help Lance get to Haggis. He's you know, gets up, gets dressed, and he's, you know, telling his, his sister wife that he's... He wants, wants to see Pumpkinhead. He wants to see Pumpkinhead. He's, he's just obsessed with Pumpkinhead. He's he just like, wants I've, to see I've, if it's real. I've got to help these kids. I want to see if it's real. Um, I'm heading out. So now we get... Oh yeah, Hillbilly Kid has now met up with the group, and yeah. he and then he just basically outlays the whole story of Pumpkinhead yeah. to us, the viewers, telling to the kids they don't care. He takes them to this burnt out church because he's like, this is like hallow ground. Yeah, yeah, and the, the church looked great as well. The yeah. Arkham they found this church burnt out. Um, Pumpkin this is where you get the chuckle. best look at Pumpkinhead. You get a full shots of him. He, he rocks up. He brings his big weather. 
Um, he walks, you know, under the church steeple. You see him walking in. You see him, like, you know, his face. You see his, like, stilt legs walking. Because like, there's a lot of, like, up until this point, like, you see bits of him. But this is the point where you get to see all of him kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the feet look great. I mm. thought the legs of how they walked and how heavy they looked. It looked like a real big entity that was in, yeah. in the shot. I loved it. Um, um, Pumpkinhead. Uh, he picks I, up this little crucifix, like this wood crucifix at one point and has, has a little smile and kind of he's just like, yup, and just chucks it to the side. Yeah, there's a little bit of humor in there. And are they find a motorbike. Yeah, they well they this is at the point the where they return to the cars and the cars are all flipped and shit, but there's a bike and so one of them jumps. On one the... of the guys who looks like the hillbilly kid jumps on the bike, goes to start it, and he's like, "Oh, it's not going anywhere." And Pumpkinhead's standing there with the, the chain, bike chain, and I'm like, "Now like, Pumpkinhead is like, he's got some humor." Yeah, he set up a he set up a you know a situation of comedy. He did. He's, he's like he looking for something. <laughs> Here it is, the chain. I took it off because I'm a mechanic. <laughs> I fooled you. Fooled you, suckers. Um. So Pumpkinhead now knows how to take a chain off a motorbike as well. Is there anything Pumpkinhead has? He might have a day job. I think he should run for president. <laughs> it just seems like he has all the qualifications he needs. I will vote for Pumpkinhead. It's fine. Um, anyhow, that all happens. Does he kill the guy on the bike? I can't even remember. He... There's a lot of this grabbing. There's a lot of grabbing and a lot of, oh, that guy's dead now. But then he's not dead. Um, I'm, he's just laying on the ground the whole time. So I'm going to assume that he is dead. Yeah. Because they don't really... So yeah. Lance, at this point, Lance, Lance Hendrickson rocks up, grabs a girl, grabs a hillbilly, takes her to a secure location where he decides to make a flamethrower. So I, I'm pretty certain it's back on his farm because at the beginning he had his little flamethrower and he was like burning stuff. But he comes out with this, you know, he's, it's this, this very mini montage of him getting ready and you're like, oh, he's he coming out he coming out with that flamethrower. We're going to have a face-off. He's going to flamethrower. So Pumpkinhead rocks bitch. up out the front of the barn. The kids exactly. are out there as well. Lance walks out. He walks out and just... Straight into a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> walks straight into... And it's not just a little like... It's through... It's, it's like one of those real... It's, it's, a, hay, it's a hay fork. Yeah. So they're really long prongs that are really like... Uh, uh, sharp and long and thin. It, goes it just goes through feet. his shoulder. Yeah. And he just walks into it like as in, you know when you walk um, through a doorway and like your shirt gets caught yeah. on like a nail or something? He just kind of walks into it like that and it just goes straight just into goes it. Straight I'm through. like, are you the shittest dude? He's like, I'm like, my body's like butter. This just went straight through me. It's butter. Yeah, but it gives us another opportunity to show yeah. Oh, that like Pumpkinhead, you're hurt now as well. Hang on, my shoulders hurt. Yeah, Pumpkinhead's like Your this. shoulders hurt, Pumpkinhead. Hang on. Do 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 <laughs> do 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 do. Wait up! <laughs> if I hurt me, it hurts Pumpkinhead. Convenient, really. Yeah, I know. Um, so Lance goes over to fly. He gets off the fork. Mm. He goes over to flamethrower Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead whacks him away or some shit. You know, fuck off, cunt. <laughs> um, Lance is all, f- he's all fucked up now. Yeah. He's like, he crawls into a car and grabs a gun. Yeah. Like, there's a car there with in the gun in the glove box. I think they referenced earlier on in the film, did they? Possibly. Don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, Here is where I have an issue. Because <laughs> there's no other issues throughout this whole film. This whole film is perfect up until this one point. He shoots himself in the head. But then walks out of the car and falls over. And falls over. But see, there are lots of instances where people get shot in the head. This yes. is a hillbilly man. He must have a very small brain because I just assume it missed his small brain. <laughs> a 
So he, if you can imagine, he has a, a, a brain the size of a lemon in the size of a, a human skull. So yeah. it's easy to miss his brain. Sure. So he misses his brain with the first shot. Yeah. Even though it is in his forehead, it's in his temple. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty hard to miss you anything. You can't miss. Um, so, yeah, so Pomkeer gets knocked out, but then, like, Lance wakes up. Oh, my God, I shot. I only shot myself in the head. I should He's have like, done oh, it better. I fucked up. <laughs> I fucked up. Uh, so Pumpkinhead then wakes up. So there's always he's grabbing the girl. Like Pumpkinhead's, you know, it's a, it's a tense moment. So Lance, um, he's trying to reach for the gun, which means Pumpkinhead's trying to reach for the girl. Yes, yeah, but again, the, the girl grabs the gun, shoots Lance three more times. I don't know how she knew to shoot Lance. There was nothing. Well, like, he's like, kill me. Kill me, kill me, kill me. So kill rather me. than just going for a point blank shot through the head, she shoots him all over the place. We don't even know where. Just in the ankles. <laughs> Well, one in the kneecap. That it is do his it. Achilles heel. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, so the girl shoots Lance. At this point, as well, we forgot to mention that Pumpkinhead is turning into Lance Hendrickson. Yes. Oh, this was amazing. I so can't this was we the forgot. most shocking, grossest thing. So, so Pumpkinhead. Well, we haven't explained what he looks like. He's a long beast. He he's kind like of got bit. like big shoulder blade bones that come out the top of his shoulders. He's he, he's very like the alien. He's yes. like elongated like the alien. Yes. He's got some shit that comes actually we've got an action figure room over we there. Do. He's got I some shit that comes out of his back like the alien. Yeah. His head is like the alien. It's a, it's a long head with a face at the end mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like long as in vertical, uh, horizontal head tube. Yeah. And the whole time he's kind of just had eyes and a mouth. And yeah. at this point he's suddenly grown a nose he's, and he looks like Lance Hendrickson yeah. because he's linked to Lance yeah. Hendrickson. Anyhow, Lance um, gets shot and then Pumpkinhead dies and Pumpkinhead just self-combusts. He, 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 Doesn't she set him on fire? No, he just, no, just whoops up. Whoop, there it is. Um, and then... We get the, and then that's the end. Yay! We beat Pumpkinhead. The contract is broken. The contract is broken. Therefore, Pumpkinhead's like, fuck, I can't do anything now. And then we, uh, so we think it's over, but it's not. We get a a last final shot. I'm sure there's a name in a horror movie for this, like, you know, where it's end. We we see the witch burying Pumpkinhead again, but oh my God, it's like a weird version of Pumpkinhead. Yeah. But it's wearing the thing we forgot to mention. Yeah. At the start of the movie, Lance's kid makes him a little necklace. Yeah. Which is like a little doll or whatever, and he wears it. And yeah, we see that the weird Pumpkinhead they're burying now has that necklace on, implying that Lance becomes the new Pumpkinhead that gets married. Yes. Buried. Now, here's my thing. Okay. If Pumpkinhead, if Lance hadn't died, yep. and Pumpkinhead had done his deal... Does that mean Lance Pumpkinhead would ne- then have combusted anyway and then Lance would have died and become the next Pumpkinhead by default? Or do you think because he broke the contract, he becomes the next Pumpkinhead? This is a very good question. Yeah, there's no answer, is there? there well, there probably is. If we if we looked into it a little bit more, there'd probably be some kind of lore um, to it. But, yeah, so, like, my understanding was that he was becoming... Pumpkinhead was becoming... Him. Him. And therefore... What would happen to him? I kind of assumed that He would stop existing? Possibly. I was under the assumption that if he had decided to just let it go, Pumpkinhead would have come after him. At the end. At the end. And killed him yeah. to become the next Pumpkinhead. Yeah. Yeah. Final thoughts, Jen? Uh, look, uh, this has had a lot of uh, similarities to his pet cemetery. Um, yeah, the, the old burying and... 
resurrection. The acting is uh, not great. The story is very paper thin, um, but the special effects. Yeah, which is what drives this film, which is why people still like it. There is a Pumpkinhead comic that came out just recently. I have it, yep. You have it? I haven't read it Hang on, did you get it before you saw the film? Yeah. You're such a dweeb. I know, I know. (laughs) My final thoughts were the Pumpkinhead puppet was outstanding. Um, The story was just okay. Yeah. It was just okay. It wasn't bad, bad. It was just... It was just okay. Yeah. But the teen's acting was woeful. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah. you can't you can't even think. I mean, I, I think actually the hillbilly kid's acting was quite good. Yes. He was a good actor. He seemed like a hillbilly kid. He, he seemed like he was genuinely interested. He seemed like a, actually, an inquisitive teenager. That he, he didn't do anything really out of character or I, I understand that. And you live in a, a situation where you're just like, you know, with the 50 other kids on a fucking farm in the middle of nowhere, you're going to get addicted to wanting something more. Yeah. Being interested. And that was the only thing there to be interested in. So, yeah. like, um, if unless you want to work, you know, it, the, his life was just a whole life of just working on a farm. He, farming and then fucking I could see that stuff. he would risk everything for anything yeah. apart from that. So he was a, he was a fine character. Um, the, 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 his dad with the glued on beard was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> Lance Hendrickson was Lance Hendrickson. Yep, pretty did some much. Okay, acting. Yep. Um, I didn't realize he had fake teeth. That makes it amazing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I gave it a C as a classic that is worth a watch. Yeah. Look, I gave it a C as well. So, I, like, as much as we've probably shit on it, sounded like we've shit all over. I enjoyed it, it the way through. I like. I thought I did enjoy it. I. It is something that I will probably watch again, and I do think that it could also be something that you could enjoy with some beer and chicken. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly as well. It is. It could boil on on beer and chicken wings movie, yeah. definitely. Um, like I said, and, but we've said this before that when you go through a film scene for scene, you always like poke the holes in it. You see the yeah. holes. It makes it doesn't mean you don't enjoy it. No. And especially in horror films, man, they're right. they're there. The holes are there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It it it, it jumps between a beer and chicken wing. It, it is totally a classic worth a watch. Yeah. That you can enjoy with your friends with beer and chicken wings. Like definitely. There's nothing. It actually would work better with beer and chicken wings. Yeah. Because there's so many, you, you can yell at the screen so many times with the teenagers of their stupidity, yeah. how much of their idiots and stuff like that. This is like next level stupidity. And I just had no desire for any of them to live. Like, I mean, Steve, I was a little bit bummed out with the kid that died first. The, like, yeah, he, yeah. The, he, the he was Steve trying Austin. to do the right thing. Sean Austin. Yeah. Steve Austin. <laughs> he was trying to do the right thing. And I felt kind of bad, especially that he was the first to go. But I don't care about them. What do you got planned for future homework? Well, I thought we would check out 1987's Blood Diner. I've never seen this. Me neither. But I do remember the uh, poster. First they greet you, then they eat you. Yeah, and it's got that really cool, uh, like... Man with the knife picking out his teeth. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was always a cover that intrigued me. But I don't think I ever... My, my hit prediction is that this is not going to be a good film. I also agree with you on that. But I, we I feel that this is going to be... We would have seen... I feel we would have... One of us would have seen it if this was a good film. And I reckon I've got visions of people saying that nothing happens in it. Yeah, okay. But that could be Chopping Mall as well. Nothing much happens in that. I love Chopping Mall. Oh, okay. <laughs> chopping Mall's great. Count your lucky stars that we've not done Chopping Mall yet. Play us out, Jen. Play us out. Okay. So... 
You have been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are a podcast available on all streaming services, including SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, and wherever good podcasts can be found. Uh, we are also available on the YouTubes. Um, wherever you watch us, uh, listen to us, interact with us, please like, follow, subscribe, all of the things that help us grow and become more evolved pumpkin heads. We also have an Instagram. You can follow us at TerrorVisionPod. You can email us at uh, terrorvisionpod at gmail.com. Let us know what you want us to watch, if you want us to discuss something, if you hated what we've done, if you love what we've done. Just interact. We're also on Facebook, and I love all the interactions over on Facebook, so do that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, if you want to check out um, some video game stuff that I do, go head over to Hack the Dino on YouTube or Twitch, where I do like, you know, we do a live show every uh, other Friday which is like, you know, a two-hour show where we hang out, we talk about games, casual hangs, casual, casual chats, nerdism, stupidity. There's and you're like, calling me a dweeb. Yeah, yeah. I know. Uh, this week, uh, we just recorded this Friday, just gone. We actually played Mario, as I said, Mario Kart Live Circuit, live in the studio. There's a bit of stupidity behind that. It's great. It's great to watch. We have a, a like a, a music quiz show at the end where we have to guess like like video game songs and stuff like that. But yeah, check that out. Go over there, give us a like, give us a follow, give us a, a rub and a tickle, and that'd be great. <laughs> but we all know, until next week, may all your dreams be nightmares. Bye.